if you cared more about the recipient and made sure you were solving a problem that you know they have and put that first and put what they might need first over just getting the appointment or just getting the sale, I think both of those numbers would increase. Are you seeking a better way to accelerate your sales, to scale your business, to live a life with no limits? Accelerate Sales Podcast features global experts who have cracked the code to recurring revenues with proven sales systems and get you on the fast track to scaling. Now let's accelerate your sales with today's episode. Welcome to the Accelerate Sales Podcast. You're going to learn three key things today. One is how to increase your sales conversions using video. The second is how to send mass messages as it makes the person feel like it's just for them. And he has some brilliant tips on that. And the third thing is the best components of a video message. What's the subject line? What do you put in the text? All of that. He brings absolute gold today. So if you're a first-time listener, welcome. And if you love what you hear, please subscribe. If you're a regular, thanks for being that. And I always love to get an iTunes review from you. So if you haven't had the chance to do that as yet, please do. You're welcome to take notes. We do do a summary and there is lots of value given. So we'll give that summary in the podcast app that you're listening to now. And also you can get the full transcription if you go to paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash podcast. I do look down through this interview as I do on all of them to take notes to make sure that those summary notes are perfect for you. So today's guest is someone who's on a mission to rehumanize the planet and he wants to start with better communication. He's the co-founder of BombBomb and BombBomb is a communication platform for simple personal video messages that helps leverage your best asset and that is you. And he really talks about human-centered selling and I think personally it's where we're all headed and you're going to get ahead of that game by listening to this so what i'll do now is hand you over to darren dawson from bomb bomb so great to have you here darren so good to be here thanks for having me appreciate it paul yeah so why don't we kick off with who makes your perfect client yeah i love this question and 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 i really like to make people think about this that maybe you're not for me right so I want to work with someone who really cares about the experience that they're delivering to the people they work with, so their customers, but also their potential customers, their future customers, and then the folks within their own business that they interact with all the time. So if you care about that and you want to stand out from everyone else and you, and you care about people, I want to work with you because I think that that's, that's who we help the best. Great. And what are the typical problems that that those people have that you help to solve? Yeah, I think um, I like to ask a question this way. I'll just ask you this question. You know, if you have two companies and they're both very much the same, they offer the same product for basically the same price, you know, one may have a couple features that the other doesn't, but that's true for the other one as well. They have some features that the, that the other one doesn't. So how do you decide if you're the buyer? How do you decide Typically, I mean, this happens to us, right? It might be, yeah. might be a landscaper. It might be a software we're buying. They're very much the same. How do we typically decide who we work with? Yeah, normally it's how you relate to someone. Uh, the person yeah. that you tend to get along with better is normally the person you'll end up going yeah, with. It's, right. It's still the person, right? Even though, even if we were buying software, 
even if we were buying a car, it's the person we're interacting with. We decide we'd like them more. That's typically how we make a decision. I think we're losing. So since this great pandemic, you're all maybe you're working with people or you are people who are now remote selling or working remotely. I'm in my basement right now by this, my basement. So we all went remote. There's probably not much returning back to that. So now we're more digital than ever. And so we've got more automated than ever. We got more, you know, we're going to just send a lot of emails, like more and more communication. I, I call it digital pollution. So like when I get off of this call with you, you know, I'll have like 10 emails, three LinkedIn messages. I'll get a text, even though my phone's silenced, I'll get somebody trying to renew my auto warranty. It's just an assault. Yeah. It's constant, right? Like, and it's not ending. You probably give it the same thing. Okay. So now that's our current condition. So how are some, are people supposed to like us? How are people supposed to know our salespeople and like them more if we're kind of like shackled behind the technology? Okay. Like, so I think that's the problem that it used to be. And five years ago, you know, you know, I've been doing this a long time. You have too. I used to call people and I just tried to get meetings with them. The whole point was to get in person. Yes. And that was kind of removed from us. I want to help people get more face-to-face, more in person than ever through a digital medium, perhaps, and then ultimately back face-to-face through it. So I want to break through the noise. I want you to stand out. I want to help you. I think those are, that's the problem. Like it's, there's a couple of problems that I think combined into one big one. Yeah, that's great. And, and, you know, obviously, you know, video is your thing and that's what brings that personal element out, which is, which is fantastic. And then what's the real switch you've seen in your clients, the ones that, you know, embrace it versus the ones that don't, is there any commonality? Is there anything that people watching or listening to right now can, can take away to get video more involved in their sales process? You got to realize that, one, it's better. Like I said, if you believe that ex- that experience is actually better, if you don't, then you shouldn't do it. If you don't believe your people are better with your customers, okay? I mean, some people might not be, like you might have that, but you get, that's another problem I think you should work on. But if you do believe that, um, then that's, that's the first step. And then it's going to save you time. And I don't know about you, but I've been in Zoom meetings all day, okay? Yeah. And um, what we're seeing is more that, so Zoom is synchronous video. It's great. It's very good. I get to see you, Paul, and you're in a different country. It's fantastic. Asynchronous video, you can watch on your time. I sent you a video message last week. We're in two different, drastically different time zones. It it is today, it is 1.45 p.m. in Colorado in the U.S. And it is what time? Quarter Quarter to eight. On Thursday. In the morning, <laughs> on the next day. So when I sent you that video to introduce myself, telling you I was excited to be on your podcast, you got that video when it was convenient for you. And I sent it when it was convenient for me. And that is a part of that customer experience I'm talking about. You might have customers in different time zones, in different countries. You have people in different time zones, different countries. How can you relay the message, get it to them where they can consume it on their time and you're saving them time? You know, when we're prospecting people, when we're calling people, we're trying to interrupt them. We're trying to interrupt their day. Seth Godin called it interruption marketing versus permission marketing. It still exists. We're still doing it. I would say, think about it this way. Send a message that 
is not so disruptive to their day. Right. And, and, but, and then be compelling in it. You have to solve a problem. We all have to solve a problem. We're in sales. If we're not solving a problem for a customer that we know has the problem, right? So, or a prospect that we know has the problem, that's square one, but that's sales 101. And we, I, we can go there today, but I don't think you want me to, but you have to have that. Or, you know, video is not a magic trick. If you don't have those things figured out, it's not going to help you. What it will help you with is being authentic, transparent. It's going to save you time and save them time to consume and understand the message on a far greater scale than they would over phone, email, text, any of the other mediums. Because at the end of the day, human beings, if you see me for watching this right now, I'm using my hands a lot. I'm expressive. I have tone. I have passion. This is what that none of that, like none of that comes through in a text or in an email. It doesn't. We're humans. We communicate differently. We are compelling, especially your top salespeople or your executives, your customer success people. They care, right? They care about your product. They care about your company. They care about your mission. And they most importantly care about the customer. So that comes through in a video where it doesn't in these other things. Yeah. That's the most compelling message I can bring there. But if your message sucks, so will the video. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) very true, very true. You can't put a lipstick on a pig, as they say. But um, the human-centered selling, right? I know that, you know, you've got a book out called Human-Centered Communication. And, you know, obviously you've talked about that now. There's the book, right? Perfect. Uh, And we'll put all the links to that book in the the show notes. But um, tell me about this human-centered selling. Like, you know, tell me the bits that, you know, you may know that many people miss about human-centered selling. So the biggest way to think about this is a lot of what I just unpacked, but also think and consider the person on the other end of the message first more than you may consider the objective of the message. That's human-centered sales. Thinking about the recipient more than you. This is called empathy. And we often have it for other humans in our personal lives. But gosh, I feel like we're lacking it in our business lives. I feel like we have an objective to meet. It's the number. It's the meetings. It's the appointments. And yes, those are things we must do. But I would challenge to you to think about it differently. If you cared more about the recipient and made sure you were solving a problem that you know they have and put that first and put what they might need first over just getting the appointment or just getting the sale, I think both of those numbers would increase. That's what I think. Yeah. So a lot of people might be and thinking at the moment, well, how do I really know? So I've reached out to someone on LinkedIn. They seem to be my ideal client. But then there's that awkwardness of like, how do I know that I've actually got the problem, right? Because there's not, you know, people don't put on their LinkedIn profile, hi, I'm so-and-so, I've got this problem. Can you please come and solve it, right? (laughs) It it needs a bit of research, right? So, So how do you use your platform, BombBomb, to help get a um, get that problem to the type, you know, to the table, to the center of uh, the, the I think what I do is help them get that acknowledgement that I can help you across through human connection, right? But look, you hit the nail on the head that everyone has this problem. If you don't know this going in, you shouldn't send the message because you're just burning it. You should know 
that, okay, this person is a BPS, BPS sales or a CRO or a COO, and our product is going to make their world better because dot, dot, dot. Okay. At BombBomb, I'm going to save you time. I'm going to literally save you time and all your sellers if you start using video because the time to sale can be condensed because more than one person can view the video and the message and the, and the thing that you're talking about. So that's one very succinct problem that I know I solve for VPs of sales who are trying to condense sales cycles, for example. But you must know what that problem is that you solve, and that's what you're going to tell them. I had a great outbound today. It was actually an outbound to my chief product officer, and he shared it with me this morning in, a, in my standing weekly meeting with him. He goes, you guys see this. This guy's great. <laughs> Sent a video, which you should do, by the way, if you're prospecting BombBomb. Send us a video and he said, look, I am so sure that I can solve your problem. And this is the problem. It was like, um, it was the problem of credit card transactions. I'm going to save you money on this. I'm going to save you time on this. And I'm so sure that I'm going to do this. I will give you a Peloton bike if I'm wrong or the equivalent dollar amount to the charity of your choice. That's how sure I can solve that problem for you. He succinctly said the problem he was going to solve. He told me he's done it for many businesses just like me, which had all the logos down below, right? Like, and that's very compelling. Okay, you have my attention. That is a problem I have as an owner of this business. That is a problem that the chief product officer has because that's his team building around our existing finance mechanism. And he goes, you got it. This, this guy did it really well. So that was fantastic. That's an example of a great use of problem to solve. And it was the compelling message from the human being. Now, look, here's another thing. If I was to write out the email that he sent in video, it'd be like multiple pages. And there's no way I'm freaking reading it. I'm just yes. not. Yes. The way I look at email right now is I open it up. Do I know anybody <laughs> that's emailing me? No, I don't. Shift, you know, click, shift, delete everything. Like I don't even look at it. I think one of the problems that this assault of communication has brought to us is that there's no reciprocity anymore. Five years ago, if you would have sent me an email, I didn't know you, I'd have read it. And I would have maybe even said, I'm not interested or I'm interested, but not now. Now I just, just delete you because I got 20 other messages in this, in like, in like a two hour period. And so I don't have any reciprocity. We don't make time anymore. And we just delete them with video, with a video, like video, here's your subject line, by the way, video message for Paul. Video message for Darren about saving transaction fees. Okay, this message is for you. Human-centered selling is about the message for the person, less about scale, less about mass. Now, we can help you with that. We also do that, but it is not my favorite use case. I think if we get our ICP, our ideal customer profile, narrowed down enough and you identify that addressable market, and you went out to them and you said, I can solve your problem, Paul. And here's how. Give me 20 minutes to show you how next week, after I convince you here in this video, you're going to get more of those appointments. And you're not going to have to have the assault on everybody's inboxes. Does that make sense? That's yeah, our look, it, it does. It does. And, and you know, because, you know, there's probably two camps at the moment. One is the softly, softly, like, you know, I'd like to get to know you and, you know, like, 
you know, the old nine word emails, which is, um, you know, an, an approach, they're never exactly nine words, right? But it's always getting someone to, to get back to you. It's like the car salesman. They don't try to get you into the car. They get you first into the showroom. The meeting, drive. yeah. Yeah. So that's one approach. Whereas the approach and the example you use, which is basically, you know, I've got, I know your problem. I've got this guarantee. I've got this offer. Are you willing to buy? So it's a lot more direct. Which of the two are you seeing work better with video at, at the moment? I, I, I'm a big proponent of the camp of what I described in general. Even if you weren't using video, this is the problem that we solve as a business. I see you as someone who probably experiences that too because you are at this role, at this type of company, this size of company who just raised this much capital and has this many employees. And like this, what is this? You know, when, when I was dating my wife, I worked out in my head, like, this is what I was looking for in a mate. <laughs> it should be kind of that succinct. Like we should know the people we serve the best. I know right now, some of the best customers I can serve are in financial services. Yeah. So if you are any kind of financial planner, if you are in mortgage, if you're in title, if you are in insurance, we work very well with them. You know why? Because I have integrations there and all of the things you use. I, um, I have security that you have to have. I have ways to um, provision accounts with the software services that you already use. It's very easy if you're in financial services to work with BombBomb, far easier than any of my competitors. So you that is my ideal customer profile. So I don't spend a lot of time, you know, so then when I make that call, you're in financial services. We work with these 10 companies in financial services, and this is what we do for them. This is what they found successful. Would you entertain 15 minutes to talk about how you might implement the same thing they did? That's a far easier sales call than, hey, other business that I don't know as well, I think we could probably help because we can help everybody. You know, Our thing works for everyone, and video kind of does, but what, where should my salespeople spend most of their time? They should spend it on the thing that we could just crush all day better than our competitors every time. Yes. So, and there's a big enough market in that to, to, to win. Okay. So that's what we do. And so I just, I hope I'm encouraging people to think about that differently today. I don't know. Yeah, no, no. You are. So, so um, quickly on, um, so you got the subject line, which is, you know, pretty simple. So I was going to ask you about that. You've nailed that. Then the actual uh, body of the email, right? So yeah. you have text plus the video, you know, do you have the video only? Like, just tell us a little bit about best practice. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of this. So always support the video and text. It's not the video verbatim. It is whatever your supporting bullet point might be. Like, could be, please watch the video above for whatever reason. Like, bullets, bullets, okay, that support the context of the video. The goal is for them to watch the video. Now, when they do that, and they do that in BombBomb, we actually take them to a landing page. Okay. So it takes them from the context of their email or their, their, their mobile, whatever it might be. And we put them in an environment that's far more controlled. So I can tell you that they watch the entirety of the video. I can give you a call to action within the video. I can give you a call to action within like logo call to action, succinct call to action on the landing page. We also transcribe the entirety of the video. This is more like, I'm just giving you the human experience a lot more to feedback on. I enable them to like the video. They can, you know, they can like it. They can emote it. They can, there's a lot of emoticons that we give them. 
many ways because the, the whole goal is to get a response. Am I right? Like, yeah. and often the heaviest lift of a response is a reply. Yes. Well, maybe I don't want to go there, but I just want to go, yeah, thumbs up on this. But I'm not, and I can make a note back to you and I can reply right in, right in the note box within the video. So there's like a chat mechanism that sends right back to you. So we give you lots of ways that they can get a response, right? So the so I'm not only, I do care a lot. Look, we care much more about your recipient than we care about you as our customer. Because ultimately the reason I get fired is because you didn't get the thing you wanted from using my service. Yes. Now, but we also very much care about you. So we want you to get more than a reply. How do we, how do you know that this message was heard and received and understood? I want to transmit that back to you in data either in Salesforce, whatever CRM you're using, or in other softwares you might be integrated with. So we rely that, relay that data back up into your, 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 um, your systems you're using, as well as you, like your inbox. So I hope that makes sense. Like yeah, a lot yeah, going on there, but I think that's key, right? Like knowing the message was heard, understood, and received. And how do we make sure you know that and that that recipro- reciprocation? I think that I get off track there on the question. No, 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 that's perfect. Okay. And 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 as far as um, you know, a lot of prospecting is done on LinkedIn, like you said before. We get a lot of the LinkedIn messages to get email. Is there a preference? Should you put it in LinkedIn? Should you put it in email? Where are you seeing video work better in uh, this? You know, human centered selling. Once you establish a relationship on LinkedIn, so LinkedIn would now allow you to in the cold outbound that you don't have an existing relationship with. Yes. It would just be a link. So they strip all of it out. Now, if you're in LinkedIn um, and you already established that relationship with your value proposition, that's kind of step one. Like, what's my value proposition? What's the problem I solve? Okay, I'm interested. Then send a video. And in, in mail, in the messenger system, it shows up just like it would in your inbox or anything else. They click on it, takes them to that landing page experience I described where you have all the all the call to action, the the video, the transcription. So we can consume all this data as humans want to. I can read it if I want to, but I can also see you and I can hear the tone. I can hear the all the stuff that humans need to, to consume and to understand to the fullest extent what you're trying to convey to them. And what about the trust factor of clicking on a URL? Because, you know, is there a difference on people clicking on a thumbnail versus, and seeing the video versus just a URL? So what more often the representation of the video is in a thumbnail. And usually we have an animated GIF that goes along with that, right? So the first three seconds of your video, we animate. So what you want to do is wave, (laughs) smile for sure. Sometimes a lot of people will use a whiteboard to put, hey, Paul, this is for you, right? Like, again, everything to let them know you're a real person. (laughs) Like that's it. Like I'm real. This isn't automated. This is for you. I promise I have value for you. Right. (laughs) It's great to illustrate that any way you can. If it is just the link, you got to do that in the text. Be like, there is, this is a video for you. It's custom video just for you, Paul. Like we do kind of help you with some text there. If it does show up as a link, that's very rare. It does. Like I said, if you do not have a relationship, it will be a link. Like we're very much about permission, right? So what we, to answer every question about this is that video works best when you've established a relationship and you want to stand out from all your competitors. So especially if you get to the point where you're negotiating, you're doing a deal and you have a couple other competitors in the deal and you're trying to win it, please use video. Like 
I what we help a lot of our customers do is map out what we call in your sales process moments that matter, right? Yes. So what are the very succinct moments that matter in this sales process? What are the things that we know if this happened in this deal, our likelihood for the deal to close goes up by 20%, 10%, 40%, whatever it is. Those are the moments that you put a video into the process. It could be just you just delivered the proposal, okay? You sent them a proposal, a PDF, send them a video with that. We do screen sharing too, so you can record your screen, walking them through all of the finer points of the, of the proposal, walking them through maybe some of the things that you know are going to be stuck, aha moments here, like walk them through that as a person, as, as if you were sitting down next to them at the table. Yes. That's a beautiful moment that matters, right? Yeah. Great. Um, last question look we could go on forever right because i use video all the time my default is video first and then the opposite but it's because i'm so used to doing videos with podcasting etc right and you got to start somewhere so anyone listening now and thinking yeah but darren's been doing this for so long um you know like paul's been doing it for so long believe me you just got to start somewhere right and it it's only got to be better than what they're currently getting Right. So if they're getting text at the moment, you do a video, it doesn't have to be perfect, but it's already no. better, right? It's incremental <clears throat> steps. But the quick question I want to ask you is around mass messaging, right? So how do you um you might have a campaign that you want to send to your yep. list or or something like that, and you want to include a video, but you also want to customize it to their name. Is there a way of doing that? Yes. So let me just classify this too. And I believe that you should only do this activity for a certain group. So if it's like I used to like to rank our potential clients in A's, B's, and C's, like best fit, really pretty good fit and not so good fit. I mean, I would use this for your C's and your B's, not for your A's. So for your A's, you send personal videos. I swear to God, you do that. It'll be better for you. But your B's and C's, you can send a video to a thousand people and you can make it feel personal. And this is how you do it. You just make it in your mind as you're doing the video, maybe your marketing team, Often marketing helps with this here. And I do it to all of our customers all the time. Like, hey, I hope you're doing well. Hope you're having a great day. We have a couple of things I want to share with you. I'm really excited that we have some new product enhancements, things coming up that I want you to know about. So I use all the pronouns for a person, but I never said your name. Yeah, right. When you receive that video, some fun things happen psychologically. Your human brain goes, that's for you. Your human brain, when they see another human being saying you, saying, I hope you're having a great day, you're, um, I'm excited to tell you about this. This triggers your brain to go, that is for you. He's talking to you. She's talking to you. It's not they, it's not everybody. Thank you for everyone's, you know, don't do that. You make it for one person and you send it to everybody. That's the tactical trick. Not a trick. It just really works. Yeah, brilliant. Again, how do we make them feel? That's what we said at the top. You choose the company that you feel like you like more. Okay, so in this context, I think this really works good for product releases, newsletter updates. You're sending this stuff anyway. Add a video to it. Add a video from your CEO to that, to your from your CMO to that, from your chief product officer to that. These are people they've never met before, but you had the opportunity to introduce them to your entire customer base, right? your product people, your customer success people, and yes, the salespeople, if it makes sense, right? But often it's typically what I think about is the other side of the business, the 
the retention side of the business where we send mass emails to a lot of people, but we always add video, but we make it, we want to make it to feel like this company has a personality and the personality of the people are the personality of bomb bomb. And that's what we try and teach people that you should do as well. Yeah. Yeah. Look, Spot on. And like I said, I could go ask you questions uh, forever here, but we'll go now into the sales deep dive. And it's literally a sip of beer. So very quick answers so that we give everyone the opportunity to go and download the BombBomb free trial. So the first one is what sales habits help you to accelerate your sales? My sales habits have been the same. I, you know, I'm I'm not in day-to-day sales anymore, but I still have the same habits. That is reading every morning. I read every morning. And so I typically read in things I want to get better at. And so now as I progress in my career, I'm reading more about, um, you know, development and uh, product management and things like that. But I still, my first love is sales. I started as a sales rep. So I read sales books. I read business books, anything to give me an edge to help me, especially if I'm trying to understand the business I'm selling to. I think moreover, a lot of if you're a seller and you're listening to this and you're not reading to better understand your customer, you are missing out for yourself. I mean, if you want to accelerate your sales career, know your customer inside and out, how their business works, what they do, what they care about, that will help you. Yeah, perfect. So the next, other than bomb bomb, obviously, what's another piece of technology that's essential for accelerating your sales? I mean, I, the first thing that comes to me for sales acceleration, we use a lot of different things. But um, we use, you know, our CRM is like everything runs in that. I I was probably the most, it's got to be the most answer you get to that question, but it is the backbone of everything we do. The insights that we get from it are huge. So from my position all the way to every rep that we have is inside of that product. And and what are you using? We're using Salesforce. Yeah. Okay. Great. Uh, And the next one is uh, what's your best source of leads for new client acquisition? So this is interesting because there's a real challenge through the pandemic. Our best source of leads is events. So like, <laughs> kind of like our product, we know if I get our people more face-to-face to kind of have a conversation about what we've been talking about today, Paul, it does require somewhat of a conversation sometimes, understand. But when we get face-to-face and we talk about human things, people are like, yeah, that makes sense. So events is our, is our best source. You know, here's the other thing, not all leads are created equal. So when you answer that question, it's not where the most leads come from, but it is where the best leads come from is from our events that we attend and, and, and promote. Yeah. And, and as a rough rule of thumb, uh, in person versus online, what's, what's the difference? You know, is it a 10%? We're all- <laughs> I think we're better in person. So I know I am better in person. I have, yes. I have a voice for, or a face for radio, but I, I am pretty good at a cocktail party. So, you know, I'm, I can, I can handle that. Um, I, I think in person events are better. We've had success in both. And it's been fun to see the iteration and the advancements of these virtual events and the software that kind of came to help run those things through the pandemic. But if I had my, <laughs> my way, I'd be on a plane, hanging out with customers, getting to know them, building relationships that last forever. Brilliant. Well, the last question is what's one action we can take from today to 10X our sales? Yeah. If you're a sales leader, get your people in front of people. And if you don't have people that you trust to be in front of people, well, fix that. But the key to business, if you, I still believe that people do business with people they know, like, and trust. And the only things that humans know I can trust are really other humans at the end of the day. 
So we got to get people back together face-to-face more often. I think that alone is going to increase your sales. Yeah, brilliant. So look, as I said, you can get a free trial of BombBomb at uh, BombBomb.com. Com. You can go there, and it's also got lots of examples. It's it's a really great uh, website. And the other thing is, you can also get the access to the human centered communication, which is the book. So if you go to bombbomb.com forward slash book, you can get it there as well. But uh, Darren, look, it's been wonderful having you on. I'm a big advocate of video, and anyone, you know, you who's watching or listening now, just go and start, right? There's, yes, there's a million excuses. I've had them as well as not to use video. But once you start using it, and most importantly, you see the improvements, then you'll be hooked for life. So uh, thanks for coming and sharing your wisdom today. Couldn't say it better, Paul. Appreciate you, man. Have a great one. I really love that interview, and I hope you did too with Darren. I went a little bit longer than normal because... I have got enormous interest in this, but also he was sharing so much value. And I loved the fact that he said after the interview, so when we're off air, just there is no perfect way of doing this, right? So he's giving you some brilliant tips to give you a head start, but just go and get the trial of BombBomb at BombBomb.com and just make a start. You know, for me, I was very nervous when I first began with video and now it's just like, you know, it's it's actually it's easier than doing email because I don't have to type and I don't like typing. So please go and try it. And why don't you give a shout out? What you learned from Darren, why don't you share that on socials and mention him? He would love that. There's the show notes. As I said, there's a quick summary of all the links and everything that was mentioned there by Darren, including the, the free trial and also the book. And also, um, there is the full transcription that you can get at paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash podcast. So why don't you share some of the love? Okay, so you got real value out of this. Why don't you share it with others, whether it's one, 10, 100, but share it with your friends, your community, and let you be the sales hero to them. Uh, Check out other shows, including some of the solo shows that I've got. And please take action to accelerate your sales. I'm fired up after today's episode. What about you? But hey, before you go, learning is just one piece of the puzzle. Now it's time to put today's strategy into action. Head over now to today's show page at paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash podcast and share how you'll put it into action. Be sure to head over to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe, rate, and review the show. Tell me what your favorite episode is. And don't wait one minute more to gain access to your pulse check at paulhigginsmentoring.com. This could be the difference between struggling to get more leads and making this next quarter your best one yet.